0: Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe.
1: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Sonia from Unique Physique out in San Antonio, Texas. Welcome to the show, Sonia. How are you today?
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. Thank you.
1: I'm really excited to have you here today. First of all, I want to start off by thanking you. Genuinely, it's a big deal. You took an hour out of your busy day to be here and kind of give back to the industry a little bit, and that's huge. So we appreciate you, Sonia, for that. Um, And I'm excited to learn from you today. But really, before we dive into that, tell us what it was that made you decide to go into this career. Why did you decide to become a fitness business owner?
2: So I... Decided that I wanted to do something that was going to, number one, help me stay in shape and number two, help others. So that was kind of like my narrow-minded mindset years ago, whenever I first started in the industry. I went to college, got a degree in kinesiology. I was going to be a coach, but then decided I wasn't really sure that I wanted to deal with the, the kids, the parents, the school system and all that good stuff. Um, and my husband at the time was getting a, a, a job in San Antonio with a big company. And so I decided I was about to finish my degree and I needed to figure out what I was going to do. So I did a, an internship at a hospital-based fitness and wellness center. And I just fell in love with it. I got to work with uh, cardiac rehab, pulmonary rehab, women's, uh, the seniors department. And so I was able to kind of get a glimpse of like what it did and how it made a difference in other people's lives. And so I got my degree, got hired at a gym here in San Antonio. At the time it was called Rockabomb Fitness. It was had about seven locations. It was an awesome local uh, company and they were just amazing at giving us great education um, at the time. And I just took it all in. I started as a trainer got my first client uh, you know she lost 80 pounds she ended up getting married finding somebody getting married you know had another one do a similar thing had some older clients that just saw the difference that it made and it really just became my passion was seeing what I could do with to change someone else's life and then obviously I get to live the example and practice what I preach and stay healthy and fit myself. While I'm doing that, so that's kind of how I got started, and then I decided to open my own place about four and a half years after I was at the gym because I just had a more entrepreneurial mindset. I'm a Capricorn, always been, you know, money maker. How do I, you know, turn this into profit? So I ended up opening my business called Unique Physique.
1: I love that, and. I think it's so cool that like you felt it, it's obviously you were kind of like falling in love with this as you were going into this. And so you built something off of that. And so now you have your own fitness business. You guys have been going for what, 18 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a little over 18 years. Yeah. So you've been doing this for a while. Um, <laughs> for, our, for our listener, give us an elevator pitch of Unique Physique. Tell us, you know, what kind of services you provide. Um, products. kind of paint that picture for us so that we have a better understanding moving forward in this conversation?
2: Sure. So my first and foremost, you know, I was a personal trainer. That's what I love to do. I love to work one-on-one with people and just meet them with their own special unique needs, you know, to help them get results, which is kind of what, how I came up with the name Unique Physique, because we are all different in the, in our needs and our abilities. And so I just love being able to get to know people and help them at their level. So personal training is the big thing for me. Uh, I do teach small groups. I do small group weight training. I teach some boot camp classes, nutrition coaching. And then I also have my own private label enzyme and probiotic line that I've been working with the company Uh, out of houston for about 18 years that i got introduced to them through my own personal journey of digestive issues having celiac and um, all of that so that kind of led into my my nutrition passion and really me getting a lot of education in the nutrition coaching aspect of it and then i also do the meal prep uh have that going have a couple people that are helping me with that and looking into kind of seeing what else I can create with that because I love to show people that they can eat healthy, make better choices, but it can taste good too. It doesn't have to be miserable to eat healthy.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you have a lot going on here. <laughs> I do. Um, I have I do. to ask a question that everybody's probably wondering right now. Do you have any help within the gym side of things or are you doing all <laughs> of this? So I, I know I know it's
2: pretty crazy, and that's probably where where uh, I need to expand. I've tried to have people here and there. Um, I just find that their their passion is not necessarily my passion, and so having people to stick around for a very long time is hard. And I have have really worked hard at building my name, my reputation, uh, in the city and around, and so I really protect that, um, but I do have help with my, my mom helps me uh, with my office work. She was always uh, an accounting and bookkeeper, so she does that for me. Uh, she also is helping me do some of the meal prep, as well as my husband, so again, we kind of created that. He's a ballroom dance instructor. His business kind of went, you know, to crap when, COVID came around and we had to shut down and, and so building that back up. So we created that as another revenue stream. So he helps me a lot with that as well. Um, so that I do have, and he also teaches uh, ballroom dance, private ballroom dance classes here in the studio as well. So I have a small group, but hopefully, you know I'll be able to expand that um, in the future too.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like right now, it sounds like you're spread pretty thin in terms of like you're doing a lot and that's good, but it's also kind of holding you back from expanding really anymore because it's like, you know, you can't.
2: Right. You can only do so much. Four hours exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm, I,
2: I'm fortunately, I'm pretty tapped out at what I can do. So from there, uh, it's looking into doing some things to brand and to get out more on, you know, online to where I can sell some of my products online, uh, maybe do more education, more coaching as well, because I do have a lot of knowledge. Um, And yeah, I'm working, you know, I've been working on several years, like trying to get stuff together for a book. And um, I really just need to get all my notebooks and give it to somebody and have them put it together because they probably could make 10 books out of all of the things that I that I have. (laughs)
1: <laughs> for sure. And, and I want to ask, like within the space, I guess you have some PT clients, you have some class, like clients who are coming in for classes. Uh-huh. Um, and then you have some online clients from the sound of it as well. Um, how many clients total are you servicing right now? So I'm probably
2: servicing between all of those things, about 40 to 50 people. Uh, again, with the way that I do it, that's about the uh, tapped out unless you know, it's just somebody that's buying product or, or whatnot. Um, I can do that, uh, a lot service, a lot of people, but as far as like my time, yeah, that's, that's about all I can handle.
1: <laughs> so it, would it benefit you? Like if you were to find something that was the right fit, have them come in, help you, would you want to expand upon that? Like ideally, would you want to have more than 40 to 50 clients as a, a member of unique physique? Right. And if I had help, for sure. So, uh, but as
2: far as me, again, me taking on anything more myself, then I'm really gonna, it would limit me to just basically what I could do with online is selling, you know, products or uh, coaching packages or things like that that are already more pre put together uh, that don't take as much time. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. That's a good
1: way to grow too. Like we can pre, we, growth doesn't always have to mean for us getting a thousand new clients in a door or facility. Right. Right. For some people that can look like, okay, well, what can I add to what I'm currently doing? That's not going to take up a whole bunch of time. And for you, it sounds like your passion lies in, you know, reaching more people out in, in the world through these kind of like pre-built online programs um, is that something that you're currently doing or is it something that you're building? Uh, it's something that I'm building. Yeah. I'm not,
2: I'm not doing, I, on a small scale, I mean, I do work with some people online, but it's, it, they're, they're, it's really individualized. So mm-hmm. I can right now only do so much because it's, again, I'm so particular at working with people with their needs that I, everyone is so different and i I really just like giving that personal touch, right? So it's figuring out how to do that without losing, you know, losing all of
1: all of who I am and what I'm about. Yeah. And so normally, like right now, I would kind of ask, all right, so you know, Sonia, what are you, since you want to help more people, what are you doing to, to find more people, but it kind of sounds like to me that like, you're not really in a spot where you can't help any more people. So because it's like, you're tapped out you're you got 24 hours in a day and right oh cool. so what's next like what comes what's your next step to be able to continue to grow right again um expanding the products
2: that i offer so and building an online portal to to sell those those private label products and increasing that line um also uh the meal prep It's something that, you know, someone else can, can manage and do, and I could expand that very easily. Um, Hire instructors that can teach some more classes, and we have more things to offer. Again, it's just finding, you know, a good fit with that. Um, So, and really expanding, like, the coaching program, like I said, online. Um, because I only can do take on so many clients at a time, so yeah, so I am tapped. I mean, obviously, some people come, come and go. I have a very big return rate, so I have clients that leave and three, four, five years later are coming back to train again. So I don't do a lot of a lot of marketing to get in because I'm consistently having uh, through the emails, you know, that I send out as well as just keeping in contact with people on, uh, social media, um, you know, just making those connections with those people, they end up coming back. And then, you know, between what my clients are doing, sharing, um, on their pages, I mean, all of that, it's just, I have a constant flow of enough, but it's now it's to that point where it's like, you gotta have more help if you want to continue to, to grow. So um, yeah, so,
1: so let me just ask you like, you haven't really had to do any marketing yet because it's like you are getting those returning clients, and we love that because it's like it's free, right? And we can count right. on hey, you know, there's always gonna be clients that come and go, our clients are always gonna give us referrals, we're always gonna have word of mouth. Um, but you know, in the future, as you scale this, like, do you think that that's always gonna be enough, or are you guys gonna have to look into kind of other options to build? Oh, out?
2: sure. Yeah. I mean, for sure. If if obviously if I'm scaling it and I have the, and the help to scale it, then there's going to be a need that need is going to change. Um, there's going to be a need to do more, uh, you know, the like today, you know, I got contacted by you guys. I did in the last couple of weeks, I've done two others with one is a doctor uh, on a radio station and then another local, uh, set of, uh, couple that does every day somewhere around town. I've worked with them kind of some yeah. in the past as well and gotten some media, you know, from them. So it's like, there's a nice little flow of things that are happening that, you know, keep have kept me, you know, out there. And so I'm thankful for that. But as far as scaling it, I, I totally get it. It's going to have to have to put in some more marketing in order to, to scale it.
1: Yeah. And totally. But. And that will be something that will be more realistic when you have a little more time. Cause right now it's like adding marketing and adding that extra, it's an extra job essentially that you don't have time for right now. And you don't really, you don't really need it right now in the future, as you continue to grow, of course. Right. Um, and so I kind of want to ask you, because I think that this is a cool, valuable question that a lot of business owners can kind of learn from Um, is, you know, for you, um, Sonia, what has been something that has been challenging? And what have you done to kind of overcome that? Um, Maybe a bottleneck along the business side of things.
2: So one of the things um, that obviously just doing what I was doing, say, pre-COVID and just doing the personal training and the group, um, you know, I have people that'll buy huge packages, you know, I'll have some that'll, you know, buy smaller packages or I have different payout plans and things like that. but the one thing that I would say is the mo- one of the most important things for a business owner is to have that cash flow. So doing uh, like the supplement, adding in the private label, adding in the meal prep has given me a cash flow that has really helped to uh, overcome some of the challenges, which is one of the, the big ones is cash flow. So it's you know, as you know, if you're a personal training studio and, and you're small and you only have can take so many clients and they're all paying you for these packages, then you know you have to make that money last. So creating those revenue streams where you have more cash flow, you know, really has helped overcome that challenge. Um, but it can continue to get better so that it's even less stressful, right? Because that's one of the things that has been my probably my my biggest.
1: Yeah, definitely. And a lot of people don't really understand like when they go into this business that um, you know, the overhead and stuff is really high. And so <laughs> yeah. we need we need cash flow. And, yes. um, you know, just, just the normal month to month membership really isn't going to cut it. We have to have right. kind of other streams of revenue and income coming into the business. And so you also mentioned that you're doing nutrition, you have a supplement line. So talk to us a little bit about that. So, uh, I have
2: ended up, uh, about, I guess it was, like I said, 18 years ago is whenever I started having a lot of health issues and, uh, you know, couldn't figure out what it was. I was working out a lot, you know, eating really healthy. I mean, maybe have something here or there, but I was staying really swollen and, you know, bloated and just feeling miserable. And so I was introduced to a nutritionist, a clinical nutritionist, and she introduced me to a company called Transformation Enzyme Company. They're out of Houston. And so I built a really great connection with them. Over the years, and um, they, I went to their conference last year. Really got t- to talk with them, and you know, e- tell them you know some of the the experiences with my clients and things that I've had, and mm-hmm. and they really encouraged me into private labeling. So I decided that I was going to take some, you know, some of the the money that that I fortunately got through the pandemic and reinvest that into. Um, the line of, of enzymes and digestive uh, products so that it would help my clients get better cellular nutrition, you know, eliminate a lot of these issues that they were having, you know, with their guts, having trouble losing abdominal fat, uh, things like that. So I added that in, you know, I've, again, I've, I've done it a little bit over the years, but me doing the private label just really made such a huge difference. Um, because they're buying my pro, you know, my labeled product, and they, uh, you know, want to support me. So that really
1: helped uh, my sales and increase my cash flow through that. Yeah, and also like I love, I love the idea of supplements and nutrition when we have it in this business model because our clients, they don't always like. I mean, most of our clients aren't gonna see it as like, "Oh, she's just trying to sell us another thing." They see it as, "Oh, she wants to provide us more value so that we can be successful and we can reach our right. goals." And so that's why I love that idea. And then we see it as, you know, of course we see it as something else that's gonna help our clients reach their goals, but also like it's cash flow for us, right? And right it's thing. And it was cool because I had seen
2: some of my clients that had been training with me for a long time that were really struggling to, to lose and because of like hormonal and other health issues. And honestly, they added the line to, and the ones that have been really consistent. I mean, they've been able to like break barriers that they weren't able to, uh, before that. And then it's that because they've been able to do that, then they're more motivated to, you know, put in a little bit extra work at the gym or to eat a little bit better. And so, yeah, it's, it's been really great to see them be able to just accelerate their benefits and know that they're, it's changing people's health. I mean, A1Cs are coming down, you know, blood pressures are coming down, inflammation markers are coming down, gut health, you know, people have more energy, less bloated, sleep better, like all of these things. So I'm doing a study with the company uh, that I wanna present at their uh, conference at the end of the year. So we've been working on that. Um, and of course the challenge always is, is getting people to really stay consistent so that you can track those progresses in order to have the data to, to report. So um, I've got a good handful of them that have really, really stuck with it. And, and it's really been cool to see the changes because again, they've just been clients for years, several years, gotten results, but they just hit this place and they weren't able to break over it. And then now they've been able to break over it. So that's really yeah. cool.
1: So eventually, are you hoping to expand upon, you know, like reach people outside of your clientele for the supplement line? Sure. And I mean, that,
2: that right there is, is one of the things where I could do better you know, I could, yeah add the marketing to right and easily take that online. Um so yes, that's that that would be a great tool. And it doesn't take a whole lot of extra time, but maybe hiring somebody to do shipping, you know, ordering and shipping for me. So so yeah, there that's those are the things that are the great potential because I can help so many more people even though it's not going to take a lot of my time.
1: Yeah. I want to also ask kind of like what I call, like to call, I guess the golden wand, the magic wand here. Mm-hmm. And if I were to hand you this magic wand and, you know, Sonia, you've reached all your goals. Um, what would that picture look like for you? So saying if I. You've reached reach all your goals. goals? Like, you've reached all your goals, like business wise, mm-hmm. what for Unique Physique, for your supplement line, for all of this, like what would that look like?
3: Um, it would look like probably maybe franchising my, my business. Um, me, yeah,
2: probably me franchising my business and um, having other locations and me getting to go around and help other people set up b- successful business models as well That's
1: so cool. that they
2: can reach more people.
1: Yeah. So is that something that you really like thought about before this conversation? Like, have you, you've been considering that, like the idea? Of well, mind- um, I mean, I've toyed with it. I do have a trademark on unique physique.
2: Um, so I, I have, you know, I have thought about it, just not having, haven't put that much thought into it because i've obviously been working in the business so much right so yeah so i would say for sure that there was a thought but it's like okay i need to to have i need to be able to get to that point where i can check out so that i can work on those things um and i'm yeah
1: Super common for people that are business owners in this industry. Yes. Like we're so we're so in our business that we can't work on our business. Right. No, it's I get like, this. <laughs> it's it's so hard. We want to grow. We have these great brilliant ideas of like growth, but it's like, how do we get there? Um, because like we can't spend time growing. Right. And so um, for you, you know, the future, you would like that to to make the idea of franchising possible. So I want to ask like, what has to happen right now for, you know, down the road, that to be something that's realistic?
2: Obviously to get, get this like business model in
1: check so that it can be replicatable, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. I... I <laughs> I really appreciate that and I appreciate you giving us a look at you know what the future what you would like the future to look like I think that as business owners, we often are so stuck in, you know, where we're at right now that we don't often get a chance to like, kind of think about like what the future looks like for us. Um, And don't ever lose sight of that because it's definitely a possibility. There's a need out there for fitness, no matter what town you're in, what part of the country you're in. And so I'm excited for you to be able to uh, expand upon what you've built so far. Um, Sonia, what's a word of advice that you would give somebody who is very, very new to the industry? Uh, maybe they had just started their own gym, what would you tell them? I would tell them
2: customer service is the number number one most important thing. Building relationships is the number one most important thing in order for you to like be successful and stay successful. Um, and then two, again, create that cash flow, figure out a way to create cash flow because that will probably kills a lot of new businesses, or keeps them from lasting 18 years. Um, I've been very blessed. And, uh, you know, I know that the reason why I am still here is because I have the passion and, that I put into what I do, and that I continue to have repeat clients, and I continue to have referrals.
1: And that has has made, you know, all the difference in the world. Yeah, I love the first part that you said was like, you know, the customer service piece because um, this really is a relationship building business. And um, that's where a lot of people like kind of lose Side of. Um, we have to have to build these beautiful relationships with the customers that we have because they're going to be the ones that are bringing in new customers for us. Right. Um, so thanks for sharing that. Do you guys have an Instagram, a Facebook? Where can our listeners go to find you?
2: Yes. Uh, you can go to Unique Physique. It's spelled Y O U N I Q U E and then P H Y S I Q U E. I have Facebook and Instagram. And then my name is Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, last name R-O-E-M-I-S-C-H. And you can find me on all platforms. Uh, I don't really do too much TikTok. I just don't have time to do it. Uh, but Instagram, Facebook, I do lots of stories of the food that I make for people, the food that I, like the food I made last night um, and just, you know, kind of my fit life and, and what I do. So um yeah it's it, it'd be great to connect with as many people as possible um and I just I really appreciate the opportunity to come on here and share because that's really what I want to do is, is expand and and help more people just be able to change more lives and just be successful like if business you know it's not easy it's not easy uh you know you have to get up and do it when you don't want to I'm so fortunate, you know, that I love what I do, and I've never wanted to do anything different. Um, I know that sometimes fitness can be, you know, a come and go. Like you know, hear a lot of people, yeah, I used to be in fitness, or yeah, I used to do this, but really, you know, finding the people that have like passion and purpose that that really can sustain. Um, it's, it's few and far between and it's, and it's grueling hours and lots of energy shifts from this person to that person in class to this and, you know, teaching and then coming on here and doing this. It's a lot of, it is a lot of energy shifts that you kind of have to, to be able to take care of yourself so that you can keep pumping into everyone else too. So,
1: yeah, well, you said, you know, you, you are appreciate the opportunity of being here. And I really appreciate, you know, the opportunity of having you here. And like I said earlier, thanks for taking an an hour out of your time to be here. That's huge because, you know, like we said a few times in the show, there's only 24 hours a day and people don't realize like being a gym owner is one of the busiest jobs. So, um, thank you again, Sonia, for being here and for our listeners, you know, thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, we really appreciate your support. If you want to stay in about future episodes hit like and subscribe if you want to join us for an episode here at the gym lords podcast fill out the link in the description and we will be in touch with you soon as always until next time gym lords out
0: thank you for listening to this interview but don't go anywhere we still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode but if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients keep them longer and make more money
4: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Jim Lords Podcast. I am your host, Austin Montero, and today we're joined by Ben and Ryan from Strive Athletics in Austin, Texas. Guys, how are we doing today? Good. Doing great. It's hot. Yep. <laughs> Yo, what, what is it down there? Over 100 yet or what? Right now it's only in the high
5: 80s, but I think yesterday it was 104 for the That's afternoon. Cool. Luckily yeah. we have air conditioning in our space. Yeah.
4: That's it's pretty a, warm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. C in Texas, I think it's key. I've only been to Austin once, and it was, like, in the middle of July, so it was, like, you know, 110, <laughs> and different kind of heat, for sure, for sure. So very cool, guys. So Strive Athletics, Austin, Texas. Uh, we are doing CrossFit, doing some HIIT training, Olympic lifting, personal training, a lot of stuff going on, which is great. Let's go back in time. You guys opened this gym about 18 months ago. What was your original goal when you guys got together and said, hey, we're going to do this from that business sense as to why you opened the gym?
6: So yeah, I I guess I'll just kind of start Um, from, from my perspective, it's uh, just always been a kind of dream of mine. You know, I got into gymnastics kind of late in life and being in that gym world, it was always something I wanted to do. So it was more of a a passion thing. And then really what it kind of turned into from a business aspect is if, if I can grow this into something where I can just get some passive income, like, that that's really all I want. I want to be involved in something, but I'm not really in it to, you know, try to make a whole bunch of money. I don't want to turn this into something where if I'm doing it just for the money, I feel like I'm not doing right. like the best service to my, my, my members and my athletes, but um, definitely wanted to try to make it into something where I could have passive income. I could grow it into something that I manage as opposed to, you know, being in coaching six hours a day or anything like that.
4: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
5: Yeah. And I think for me, you know, moving around from the UK to the US, I always would join a local box to meet people. And that's where we, the five of us actually all met through a a, a previous gym. Um, And, you know, we did, we started talking about this in summer of 2020. So we've all been locked in our homes. Like I think Ryan and I, we finally found a bar where we could sit outside and chat and, um, everything just felt so distant with work and all of that because we're all remote and I wanted to have a place where we would get involved in like the local economy small business owners in the area it's right in between where we all live um, and hopefully kind of ride out of the pandemic and have uh, a center for the community to use and get back into fitness and start the new normal so yeah that was that was my thing and just to meet more people in the area you know and put down
4: more roots. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh CrossFit Gym is the best way to do that, man. Like get 150 friends just like that, which is <laughs> yep. which is awesome, right? Like uh and uh, I think a really unique thing of what we get to do. So so there's you guys have three other owners. Now, just for the listeners, how do you guys how did that come about? Why did you guys decide to go down that route and how do you guys make that work best? I had a business partner. I'll be honest it wasn't terrific, but um you yeah, know my fault, some of my fault, his Another story altogether. But how do you guys make that work work best? I think we're quite lucky with the
5: personalities, right? because we have so I am not at all a coach or a trainer. I'm essentially at the ground floor a member. So I'm a good sounding board for the four of those who okay. who coach uh, to be like, you know, how did this go? What do we think of that? Um, so we kind of have three primary coaches. Myself and Anna are a little bit more on like the operations side. Ryan is on the business and operations side. And then we all kind of yin and yang a little bit, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I'm very organized, using tech to leverage all the like sure. boring, repetitive stuff. Yeah. Um, Ryan's the marketing wizard. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, Aaron, who is our uh, head of coaching. I mean, he was a big part of this wouldn't have happened without him. Because okay. um, we all met him as a coach, and we were like, "We think you can do your own thing, and we right. think we can support you into doing that." So, really, all we do is try and get people in the door, in okay. front of him, and then he he runs; he can run the rest.
4: Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Everybody has like a different skill set, and we know that, and we communicate that. Yeah, I think that's key to success here, especially in that CrossFit model, you know. So, uh, like Benny said, kind of doing the boring work, which is essential to growth. Right, we have to do that stuff and then having a Ryan marketing piece, massively important. So let's dive into that next where right? marketing is big, especially when the gym is newer, so to speak. So like to me for CrossFit gyms, it's like getting people in the door and then keeping them our retention and then being able to ascend them to some other level besides just the, the usual group training model. So let's talk about your guys, uh, just your guys overall marketing strategy at this point in time, what does that look like? So
6: it's mostly a like a social media kind of thing. We're trying to put, um, as much out there as we can content wise um big hurdle kind of for me is i i just like wasn't in that world so i'm you know trying to put out stuff all the time i i i'm like man what 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 am i going to put out next how do i leverage this to you know highlight what we're doing in the gym but also make it um you know, not just highlighting the people who are clean and jerking, you know, 315, but, you know, also highlighting the people who are just walking in the door and making progress yeah. that way. Um, so that's always been a big thing. Um, you know, and even at the end of the day, one of the biggest things that we see is Google Google searches. Um, yeah. I, I would say over 75, 80% of the people that I interact with that come in found us on Google. So, you know, just yeah. making sure that our, uh, our Google is up to date, making sure our SEO is on point and all that kind of stuff. Uh, That's been the biggest uh, thing in terms of like Facebook ads and all that kind of stuff. We've not always seen a big return there. Um, Personally, I think part of that is just not knowing the best way to target um, our area and whatnot and like get the capture those people's attention. Um, You know, at the end of the day, I'm a coach and an engineer, Right. all this stuff is is brand new to me so I've, I've been doing it for a grand total of about 18 months so you know exactly. it, it's, it's a big learning curve on on all of it yeah so, thousand
4: percent um, and that stuff changes like almost every day and hour of week you know the algorithms is always updating and uh the copy has to be right if, if we're using a video or pictures and then like oh, yeah. you guys have you guys seen like a type of person client you're attracting at the up to this point in time with the business um I think
6: for me so I'm the early morning class person yeah. um I I get two types of people the the parents who have to take their kid to school um and then also the like I we're starting to get more of like that competitor who comes in early in the morning yeah. and then comes back after work to do a second piece
5: right right so
6: so there's there's that so there's a uh, those are the
5: two main people that I interact yeah, with yeah 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 and that definitely seems to have been our, our market. I mean, we're but we're both in tech. I mean, shoot, four of us are in, four out of five of us are in tech. Wow. So yeah. we kind of approached this from a very before we opened a very data focused um, yeah. lens, and we partnered with a marketing consultant to also kind of research the area. And we learned, I mean, thankfully, the demographic from like age, profession, medium household sure. income is very similar to us because we all live like two miles from the box so it wasn't too hard to target like the parents are the big ones here because this is people move just to this area of austin because you get like the suburb schools and all of that so you have a lot of choice between austin schools cedar park round rock schools um and just really trying to target those those parents like myself that are looking for the right time of day and the right sort of community where if they have a well-behaved kid maybe they can sit down at the table on an ipad while
4: while right. they work out <laughs> yeah, that's always the fun part right like uh yeah i have some fun stories about that which i, I can talk about later for sure but <laughs> if key to know who we're attract, who we're attracting right we may want to attract one thing but we may just be attracting another type of person and that's totally fine but obviously sets us up for success when we're marketing you know where do you guys see i like to ask this with crossfit because there's like where do you guys foresee like a capacity for you for membership as far as just a number of members
5: i think where we're at now well between 100 and 120. yeah like between a if
6: if schedule was never an issue and anyone could come to any class and we packed out each class yeah 120 would be absolute max what we could you know fit in our in our space
4: okay cool yeah awesome always good to know so then we can grow towards that and because in the cross world it's like that 150 number is always like the the magic number right that tribal kind of number if you guys remember probably like 10 seth godin the writer like he wrote a book called tribes it was about 10 or 15 years ago but he brings up crossfit specifically in that in this tied 150 people so uh that's why i asked very cool so we kind of know where our, our ceiling is now with our current members you have are there ways for them to spend money with you guys outside of this regular crossfit group training model how does that look so i think we've done it a little bit different than typical boxes
5: uh um, born out of frustrations for us with with boxes we attended was the membership was always called unlimited, but we would get all these add-ons, right? So we've really, really tried to be true to that membership name. Um, We, we offer three times a week memberships. We offer a hit based only membership, but the unlimited, we try and include everything. Mm -hmm. I think that the only time we would ever charge extra is if we got like a guest got it um okay. ollie lifter in. what's that lady's name uh, that uh book, ursula. ursula that we booked in a couple of times or yeah. if um you know if we had a a partner who wanted to run their own yoga class in like a dead sure. space here and yeah. we you know we trusted them with a key and all of that then we that, then they would charge what they want to charge so that they can yeah. get what okay. they're looking for but yeah we've tried to really keep it if you pay for unlimited, almost everything that we are okay. doing, you can come to.
4: okay Yeah, it makes sense. So with that unlimited piece, are you guys where do you guys stand on like supplement sales, uh, nutrition coaching? What about that side of the fence?
6: Yeah, so from a from a supplement standpoint, we're partnered with uh, uh, earth fed muscle, and so we okay. um, we're, we're a retailer for them, and we sell that, and we've actually seen quite quite good sales right. from that so we right. we it's kind of hard for us to keep inventory so we're kind of like an on demand basis right now which is yeah, nice yeah. and then we you know we have kind of we have the fit aids we have some no we co- have 0 to no go we have we have those kind of things um we have some bars some donuts right. vegan donuts
3: yeah
6: um so you know we, we have those options um those those aren't like huge like money makers but at the same time any any like like i was saying like whenever those the, the the protein runs out you get a little uptick yes sorry a little uptick in uh in revenue you're like oh nice that's cool for that month because then you yeah. can maybe put that towards some
5: new equipment that you've been wanting or you know whatever exactly. we have yeah, noticed that's... a lot more of a spike on the apparel side as well mm, for sure. uh, for sure. so we've really been trying to you know kind of instill a brand in yeah. we it's like a little. It, Kind of, I mean, you can interpret it as mountain peaks or a, uh, a heartbeat, a EKG, yeah, EKG. Um, so Ryan does a lot of that, pretty much all of that. Um, and we we just integrated our online store with our website to where we we did a big push for Pride. We're looking at doing two different shirt releases a year. We did an in-house competition where we did all different wow. shirts, uh, team shirts, yep. Yep. Uh, to create a little bit of friendly rivalry. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we we definitely noticed a bump there because people Mm -hmm. do like apparel. I mean, you got to work out in something, and if you work out in a lot, you wash it a lot. And eventually, it's it's gonna be gone. So
4: it's true, man. And uh, people do anything for anything for a t-shirt. So it's uh, yeah, I think that the merch sales, the supplements, nutrition, another great revenue stream. Obviously, our members are gonna go buy that stuff other other places, so we might as well offer that. And uh, good for everybody around. I want to kind of take a step back. I, I skipped over it, but personal training side of the business but kind of tied to how you get people started too so say i joined today i joined strive how do what is that new member journey to get them from off the street so to speak uh into the gym and how do you guys kind of handle that initial yeah process? so yeah there, there's there's two journeys right there's the the
6: person who's done crossfit or does some sort of training already right. and and then there's the brand new i i haven't worked out in five years yeah. kind of person so you know starting with that um I haven't worked out in five years. Uh, we, go, we take them through uh, our elements, you know, that standard one-on-one with a coach, uh, go through all the movements. Uh, we do three sessions of that. So we start with the, uh, the first session is just basics, hollow body, arch body for gymnastics, the squat, front squat, back squat, um, going over those, um, and then testing some of the uh, testing like advanced stuff like the overhead squat. The second one yeah. is hinging. Um, so you have the deadlift, the kettlebell, um, and then we go into the overhead stuff. And then finally, our last session is the clean and jerk and the snatch. You know, yeah. really just wow. taking those big, big, those last ones, right? Because they're they're essentially just a combo of everything else that we've done. So we, yeah. that's how we try to tie it in all together. We try, to, we try to start with the basics, go up a little bit, and then tie it all together at the end.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, and so after they do that, then we generally will – put them into the CrossFit class um, and that way they have at least the foundation um, with those movements and can understand and at least ask the right questions if they have to ask question, With the, with the um, you, know, I've, I, you know, I have a background in working out and all that kind of stuff, right. generally we'll, we'll let them do their trial in the class. And a lot of times what we'll try to do is have a second coach on hand just in case they do need that extra attention. Um, but we try not to hold them back if if they don't need it. And then after that first session, we kind of treat it like, hey, let's go to elements, let's go over all these movements. And it might be abbreviated, it might just be one or two sessions as opposed to all three. Um, but yeah, it's it's more of try it, try the class, and then uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll make a decision from there.
4: Cool, yeah, very cool. So yeah. pretty. <laughs> Pretty normal approach. We, and there's a thousand ways we can do it, right? A thousand ways to right. do it. Now, do you guys ever have people after that initial elements program go just directly into personal training? Or are you guys going to try to get everybody into the class? Is, is that kind of the approach right now? Everybody goes to the class?
3: Yeah,
6: yeah. Really, really, our goal is to build that community aspect. And we're we're very um, aware of like where those new people are, and we try to okay. make sure that they feel comfortable Yes. um very rarely are we going to say hey you need to come to personal training you need to continue these one-on-one sessions okay. um they're generally uh at least from my perspective a lot of times there's time after the class and i'll, I'll use that
5: time to kind of talk to people okay. if they need it yeah. we also run our classes quite small to where if someone is quite green after the yeah. elements it's you know there's never more than uh one coach for 10. got it okay uh, Okay. So it's it's easier yeah. for mm-hmm. the coaches to kind of focus on
4: okay. a
5: single Interview. person, or yeah. kind of split the group up a little bit to people that can just roll with the ward, and maybe yeah. three or four other people that are pretty new. I mean, it seems yeah. to have gotten pretty good feedback so far, oh, and yeah. uh, no injuries as of yet.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, yeah. and I'm yeah. sure as time goes on, we'll probably do this a thousand different ways. I know I did the on ramp ten thousand different ways, and set up the classes a million ways. So it's uh, always kind of a progress process right it kind of changes as we go which, which which is fun so guys with that being said get members in the door we're we'll getting started retention is so important especially in CrossFit, right we're doing hard workouts it's not the easiest thing in the world so what um over the past year and a half what have you guys seen so far as like the the average life cycle of a client that you guys have had um our retention
5: has been pretty high uh i think over it's over 85 nice. percent stayed for at least okay. six months okay um we do a kind of a three-month commitment at the beginning. Uh, mm. Obviously, if someone ends up getting a job in Alaska and they're moving, we're not going right. to deal right. their money because life happens. And yeah. Changes can be quick. But our retention has been pretty high. And that's really our main goal, really. I mean, when you think of yeah. marketing, you think of Google, someone who's really happy is going to tell 10, 10 people. Yeah. Um, we encourage people to bring their friends. We run a um, community membership, which is entirely free, which means you can come to every Saturday class um, and be part of the team, even if you maybe don't have the funds for it, don't have the schedule for it, we still have that block. And I think one of my goals is to maybe have one or two more community classes through the week that you can come to. So um again, just trying to make sure everyone has access to fitness in the area, no matter your situation. Uh, but yeah, our, our retention is pretty good. You know, we we try and be fair if people are going on vacation, if people do want to take a break, we put things on pause. We try not to hike up prices or anything like that. And just yeah. try, kind of like Ryan said, we're not trying to get rich off the gym. We're really, we want right. a space, a little bit of passive income. Um, yeah. And we want to do things the way we want to
4: do yeah. it.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, for sure. And that's where CrossFit's great. It gives you that freedom to do that, right? Like, Absolutely. say you guys want with a franchise, like, X, Y, Z franchise, you can't, right? It's numbers driven, bang, bang, bang. So uh, another cool part of CrossFit gives us as owners a lot of freedom to kind of run it how we want to, right? Which is great. And those, yeah, free community classes, really cool idea. Give, uh, like you said, Ben, people access to fitness that maybe can't afford it, which is great, man. So I love that, guys. Now, with all that being said, I know you guys have a a, a competition we're hosting here coming up here in September, a big part of the well, the Austin Fit Festival. Talk to us about that.
6: Yeah, so that that kind of surprised us early, earlier. Um, in I guess earlier this year, uh, they reached out to us and we tried to get in on it, and then they had actually partnered with someone else, but then they dropped, and then we got in on it. And we were like, "Yeah, full steam ahead!" And so yeah. it's it's a it's a big fitness festival, right? It's not just one thing. There's you know jujitsu, there's um, arm wrestling, there's powerlifting, weightlifting, and we're the CrossFit part of that so we're running the crossfit aspect of this uh, of this fest and you know it's our first competition and we're trying to make it run it and be
3: you
6: know turn this hopefully turn this into like a multi-day event in the future um and so it's a it's a really cool concept of you know putting all that together in one place and you know, there's something for everyone. You know what I mean. And so you, you get to you get to see everything that Austin has to offer from like a fitness perspective. And you know, mm-hmm. fitness in Austin is a big thing just in general. So uh, you know, it, we're looking we're looking at like you know upwards of ten thousand people in, bet, uh, yeah. in, in a spectator perspective. So I mean, it's going to be a large event, and you know, we just get to be a part of it. And we're we're hitting the ground running, going to make this thing as cool as we possibly can. So it's exciting. Awesome. It's nerve wracking.
3: Yeah, man. That's...
6: I mean, I'm I'm my anxiety is always
4: on, the <laughs> on
6: eleven because I I I am like I think way too much about everything. So yeah, I mean,
4: <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm
6: excited about it.
4: Yeah man it's fun. The competition is great. Yeah we used to run a ton too when it's uh until you until you put it together and run it it's crazy how 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 much work is behind it. Organization, getting teams, maybe getting sponsors uh maybe pulling permits uh marketing it a thousand things so it's yeah big undertaking but it's cool to be part of that festival it's like a mini arnold festival i'm sure you guys have heard about the arnold sports festival seems like a a version similar version to that but in austin that's really cool what is the crossfit community like in austin are there CrossFits near you guys is it super competitive what is that vibe kind of like there so
6: It kind of depends. Um, I I would say South Austin is is fairly competitive from a a CrossFit perspective. Um, You know, even kind of the southern part of northern Austin is kind of the same way. We lucked out and, you know, why we picked where we picked. It was kind of central enough, especially to where we live. But it was kind of the best spot in terms of making sure that we were spaced out so that we weren't in direct competition with anyone right. like that was that was a big thing when we were trying to open it's like we don't want to step on anybody's toes, we want to try and be um, in our own space, you know, they have their space we have ours, we're not going to be, you know, poaching clients and all that kind right. of stuff. Right. And, I mean, <laughs> we ran marketing that went a, that reached a little too far, and we we, we got by into accident. a little yeah yeah totally by accident, right? And, and and that was one of those learning curves of oops, yeah. I didn't know I shouldn't set it set it that way. Let me you know reduce that radius, and so yeah. um so it was it was a little bit of a snafu. But again, I, where we are, we're not in direct competition with anyone. Yeah. So yeah. I, if if someone's coming to us, it's most likely because we're the closest. Um, yeah. yeah. That, that's generally where most of our members come
4: in yeah i think they say it's and i'm sure it's different in a city even smaller but like seven mile radius is pretty much as far as somebody will drive to come to your gym and i'm sure in a city i'm sure it's a, even probably tighter than that so uh, yeah that's always a big part of success right Is where we're located now with all that being said guys still kind of new we're here eight months in what is your big vision here for strive athletics uh in the in like the big picture type thing where do you guys uh, what do you guys want to be in a community what is your overall you know major end goal for this gym and business
5: i think so for me from like a yeah. business operation side i would like a bigger space Um, i would like the owners to so not have to coach as much so right now coach ryan coach Anna, coach yeah. greg they all coach for free um yeah which has really helped us grow uh Aaron is the only one where this is his full-time gig so obviously he he gets paid because uh, right. that's important yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah to to be in a world where ryan anna or greg just sub in either because they want to
3: yeah
5: um or uh as as, as a backup you know to, to right. be able to Bring in more coaches to the space because with a new coach, there's a new personality, as new members. It's different oh, yeah. vibes, it's different classes, and the more people, the better, you know. And um, we're in a building where there might be an opportunity for more space in the future, a awesome. next door, which would be amazing. Um, yeah. We've talked about offering more for the community for like an an inclusion perspective. You know, we try and be as 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 open to everyone as possible, whether that be who you are or how much money you have right. um getting involved with the the local high schools and stuff like that um yeah. really anything to get kids into a good place into fitness because we, we know that obviously not everyone has access to this but it for me it's a huge right. mental health outlet, you know to huge. come here huge. decompress and just have Ryan tell me what to do <laughs> for
4: for it's the best it's the, right. best it's the best drug there is for, for that man that's
5: yeah, if because, I didn't have it,
4: I'd I lose my mind. That's for sure.
5: Right. It can almost be yeah. like a form of meditation for some Yeah, Yeah. The, the, the networking that you get out of it, out of creating the community and just the different walks of life, um, to me, it just has infinite potential. So, if we could get a bigger space, open up to more um, accessibility for people yeah. who maybe can't um, afford CrossFit, get you guys are not working for free. And then just let everyone kind of bloom in that environment um, yeah. would be my goal. And, you know, I have two kids here. I bring them in every Saturday to hang with everyone, throw around the um, lacrosse balls and yeah. cause a little bit of chaos. But for them to have a place to go, bring their friends and, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. Like, this gym was really a big part of making like, Austin, Texas home for me being from overseas. So um, hopefully it can be home. A hub for other people as well who transplant into the city like myself love, and, yeah. and all of us yeah transplanted right. it so. yep. yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah for me it's just growing um Good. you know it's like our my three-year goal was to be able to expand um
3: yeah.
6: you know now it could be a two-year goal you know it right. could be i mean that space is open and we have to try to you know hopefully we are able to grow into that space before the beginning of our third year um i mean that's and then just be able to offer different things, right? Right now it's mm-hmm. just CrossFit, um, but, you know, maybe we can expand into having a place for weightlifters to come in, powerlifters to come in, right, uh, right. you know, sports-specific stuff with, like he was saying, with, you know, baseball, football, you know, having yep. some turf on the other other side of the gym, that kind of stuff. So, you know, that that's kind of where I would like to be in the next, you know, yeah. 12 to 18 months is, you know, can we grow and can we start to expand what we're doing here we are athletics by the you know we're not we're not just we're trying not to just be crossfit we want right. to like he was saying be open and inclusive to any sort of style of fitness that you want it's just crossfit it's always been near and dear to our hearts so that's obviously where we're starting and that's where we're going to be yeah. rooted yeah
4: yeah yeah i think that's amazing goals guys and a perfect life cycle of a business and uh be able to help end of the day if we can help more people i think it's better especially in this fitness space so uh, yeah. yeah ben ryan thing a beautiful place to wrap this up where can the listeners check you guys out? Your website, your social media, all that good stuff. Where can we follow along?
6: Yeah, so uh, Instagram, it's going to be at StriveAthletics underscore ATX. Uh, our website is strivecrossfitatx.com. Um, get a lot of good information there. Facebook, uh, TikTok, <laughs> that's been fun. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> right, so right. you know, pretty much just strive mm-hmm. athletics on any of those. Uh, that's 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 where we're at.
4: Beautiful. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. and We wish you guys continued success. This was great. Awesome. Thank you so much. You got it, guys. And listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors.
7: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Liz Hinajosa from Girls Gym out of Brownsville, Texas. What's going on, Liz? How are you doing today? Welcome to the show.
8: Hi. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm so excited to speak to you all about, I guess, my journey and what I'm doing here in Brownsville, Texas out of Girls Gym.
7: Yes, I appreciate you for joining, and I'm excited to talk to you a little bit and hear about what you have going on. Did I pronounce your last name last last name correctly? Pronounce it one time for me. real
8: quick. (laughs) Inohosa.
7: Inohosa. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So so let's not waste any time here. Um, How did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with owning your own fitness facility?
8: So I started my own personal journey back in 2016, September 2016. I was overweight. Um, And of course, as everyone knows, when you're overweight, no energy, no ambition. I just wanted to sleep. I am a mother of two. So my kids were the ones that kind of made me realize, mom, you're not the happy mom you were before. So, um, I knew something had to change. So I was introduced to, uh, nutrition, I guess you could say nutrition club and, um, where it was just all women as well. And, um, everything was going great. I lost approximately about 25 pounds. My body fat was amazing at that time I was younger too. Um, and then, uh, as COVID, I guess I'm not going to say it was COVID, but as COVID was approaching, for some reason, that uh, ladies, uh, I guess, gym, decided to close and just do online. But here in Bronzeville, um, we like to see face-to-face, right? So on February 2019, as I still continued my journey, um, I decided to open and give this a try. Had never owned uh, my own business ever. So this is my Mm. first time. I still had my full-time job, my business. And after that, it it just, you know, started going up and more than anything, it's to inspire women because since I started changing, becoming a happier woman, because sometimes we forget that we're women too. We forget we're someone, I guess you can say that, right? And um, when my kids started saying, keep doing what you're doing, mom, you're doing awesome. um, I started seeing, but guess what? I didn't even mention this to you, but when I was going through my journey, my son was obese too. Um, uh, It's something horrible to say, but I ended up getting a divorce. So my son decided to eat. I wasn't yeah. eating. Mm-hmm. He was eating. I didn't notice it. He gained weight. So because of me, he decided to do his own transformation with my help. He lost hundred pounds.
7: Wow. Wow.
8: Yes. So because of that, my son has ever been forever grateful. My daughter's 16. She just started saying, mom, I need to go to the gym. Yeah. Women around Bronzeville are, um, I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to say Bronzeville because I've only been here, but um, they tend to just think about the husband and the kids, not themselves. So when I start talking to my story to them, they're like, hey, wait, maybe this place might be for me. I always like to give them an invite and that's where it starts happening. I mean, and since then, it's been a blessing for me because not only did I get my own transformation, um, got my family to kind of be part of it. Now we don't have munches at the house. We're going to cheat. <laughs> it's outside the house. But celery,
7: um, and celery and peanut butter now.
8: Oh my God. Like, it's so amazing how we learned how to make amazing snacks. My yeah. son can do weird things, but they're all, and he always counts his calories because he's not wanting to go back to where he was. He's wow. already nineteen, So from 16 to 19, He's kept it off and now building muscle, different uh, workout plan and meal plan, but awesome now me inspiring women, it's just been amazing because I don't like, I don't like how I felt. I hate going back to that. And now how I'm feeling, motivating and inspiring women. I think it's the best part.
7: Awesome. So all of this started really with your own fitness transformation journey and, you know, it turned into you not only transforming your family's lives, but also, you know, women in your area's lives and starting girls gym. Um, yes. Awesome. So so girls gym is mainly group training only, correct?
8: Yes. And that's because that's how I started. That's yeah. how I started. And, um, you know, we, I think we, there's, that's the awesome part. There's many ways of working up many right. things. And when I was given this opportunity to work with just women, I think it was awesome because I met, I ended up meeting awesome girls as well. Because my friends didn't want to tag along. So I was like, let me try it along. And yes, it's just women.
3: Cool. You know.
7: And how, how many clients do you have right now?
8: Right now, I actually have a total of active clients, 30.
7: 30. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're sitting at about 30 members. Um, I do always like to ask, is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces?
8: I want to see some new faces. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, this is my full-time job now, so my goal is to inspire. What's the people.
7: goal number for you? When you think in your head, right, because um, there is such a thing as growing too fast, right, and you, and you have to have a cap at least or other trainers around, what's the goal number for you to get to?
8: I think, like you said, um, some clients come and go, right, once they feel comfortable, they, they leave and I'm happy for them, you know? But I think my goal personally is to get at least to always have active, I guess you can say that, to have them active would just be 100 at the place I have. Because it's, okay. not, it's not a huge place where I could have, you know, so many girls working out right. at the same time. Plus so it's
7: group like, training. So that, that yes. is a benefit, right? Yes. Um, How many people do you hold per class? Usually, what's like the max that you look at?
8: The max because of everything going on still because of COVID my max is at least to have 10 to 12 women per class
7: okay okay awesome And, and so you are since you are wanting to see you know some type of growth get to that 100 member mark what type of things are you actively doing right now to aid that growth process
8: um I use a lot of social media um network marketing that's what I use um I like to post some of my, gr- I always ask permission. My girls say, hey, can I post the pictures? Cause I do like to post an after picture, the group chat. I do have a chat also with them um, because I tell the girls, you guys are going to wake up one day and be like, I don't need this. But then you see other girls, Hey, I felt awesome after the workout, or I got this today. Mm. Um, and you know, they motivate each other. They keep yep. going. Um, but that's what we do. We take pictures. So I use social Which media. Is
3: smart.
7: smart i mean a lot of gym owners seriously that i talk to um they have a bad stigma towards social media and i think it's kind of funny it's like hey i literally i found you on social media right this is how you know we're connected today and able to do this podcast together so you know it does help and it's a tool right at the end of the day um do you do any paid ads as well on social media like facebook ads instagram ads
8: so since i'm very very new to this Mm -hmm. uh well to what's going on now right um i just started using the facebook ads uh, where i kind of started doing that um only so i can engage with i guess people around my area because it's not for me somewhere else but um i just started doing that and i've seen where girls are sending me message where you located? what is it that you all do kind of like that Mm -hmm. but i just started
7: yeah, I mean, it's really crazy what what social media could do these days and, and even paid ads, especially how I, I talk to so many gym owners that you're able to get a, a lead generation system, right, and have people come in on a consistent basis just yeah. based off of an ad that you're running. Um, are, are you able to track how many leads you get per week or per month um, from the ads that you do run?
8: So right now, the one that I'm doing, it says that the, they will be sending me weekly insights. Mm. So they'll be able to I'll be able to see, you know, how many people I guess were able to view it or see it or what happened, but it's okay. a week my, weekly. So this is barely, I think, my third day doing it.
7: Oh, okay, okay. It's awesome. You did it, you did it yourself as well.
8: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
7: That's awesome. That's awesome. I I I mean, I literally started in what 2016 running Facebook ads, and it took me a year of losing money and trial and error before I really learned how to do it correctly, how to you know, market correctly, find the type of clients that you want to right? because you're looking for strictly women, um, yeah. you know, mostly they are around the same age. And so you have to target that that specific section. So, so no, that, that I'm happy for you that you do do it yourself. Um, cool, cool. So how many leads would you say you really get on like a monthly basis, just in general, you know, from word of mouth, social media, um, how many people are coming in interested in what you have going on?
8: Um, I think right now, and I mean, we're talking about right now, I think right now it's been my hardest time because back then, this past two years have been great where I was able to message people, private message them, invite them. I usually like to offer three-day passes for free um, yeah. so they could try it. Um, but right now, I since I'm by myself, I've only been sending messages out. I guess I get right now for, let's say, the month of June, I think I've only gotten maybe like five new clients that actually okay. went in there or messaged me. So that's okay. why I decided to try the Facebook ad because I think I'm where where I need help.
7: And what's the what's the goal for you? Just, um, you know, in general, how many people would you like to be seen on a monthly basis come into your gym?
8: I don't even mind if I have one client per day come in yeah. because I'm there all day. I do take a little break in between only because I need to come and cook. That's it. But I go back. So my goal is to at least you know, have at least one or two clients walk in there and see what they have. Cause I know referrals work. So that's my goal to at least try that. Awesome. Get people to walk in there.
7: Yeah, yeah. And, and what's, you know, no referrals are smart and it builds, you know, a strong baseline of members that you have. And it shows proof of product too, proof of what you're providing. It is valuable to your members and it helps them change their lives for the fact that they're willing to refer other people. Um, What's kind of your sales process? So your process, let's say me myself, if I was a woman, right? Um, And I I see you guys on social media. I'm interested in what you have going on. And I walk in through the doors. What's your process for turning me into a paid member?
8: So more than anything, they always tell me. The people that always message me um, are more like, hey, I've never gone to the gym. Um, What is it that you offer? So I always tell them what I do. I do group trainings, Um, you know, depending your goal, I'm gonna always give you recommendations. I'm never gonna push you to where you're gonna hurt yourself or tell you anything. But um, one thing that I know that they like to hear is, will you be following up with me the days I don't go? And I do do that. That's why I created the, the chat with the girls, everyone that's in the chat. And I always offer, well, back then I was offering a one-time class and come and try the class. You know, it's on me. Let's talk. Let's see where you, what your goals are. Um, It's not going to hurt. Just come and try it. And usually we'll set up a time, what workout class they want to join. I provide, you know, a bottled water, you know, I just like to talk to them and make them feel welcome and they love it. it Yeah.
3: Right, right. Go ahead.
8: No, no, no. That's oh, that's just okay. make them cool. <laughs> yeah. the
7: best thing. <laughs> yeah, no worries, and, and I agree. I'm sure there's a lot of gyms around you, and, and you know those big box gyms. That's their main tactic is to price gouge, to stuff as many people as they could in the gym. And for you yourself, that's how you make yourself stand out is by caring about your members, caring about their goals, seeing why they're really there, right? Because everyone has a different reason why they're at their yeah. gym. Yes. Um, so so no that that I like that and it really sounds like to me that you have a good sales process right it's more so just figuring out a way to get some people coming in through the doors on a consistent basis. Yes. Okay. I
8: think that's the only thing I think I mean and I, and I have look let me tell you where I'm located I have big gyms around big yeah. gym and um and sometimes I feel I, I don't I don't I'm not gonna say I feel intimidated but I think I feel. Kind of like, wait, maybe I'm not doing the right thing. I'm not maybe because all these big champs are around. Maybe that's why I'm not getting any more people. But the people that come into my place are people that say I'm not comfortable in a big environment. Right, you know, many right. people. So I think I think that's the one thing that I could say I'm good. And you know, I've like I mentioned it. This is my first business ever. So I've always told you know I have two sides. I have the one person that tells me don't build relationships with them. Just get them in. And then I have the other ones build their relationships. But then this person tells me, but yeah, but look at my big gym. That's why I have a lot of people. And then I have this other person, but it's okay. You're going to keep You're good in retaining. So I like building relationships. That's how I've been raised, yeah. you know, to get to know people. And I think that's one of my strongest, and I guess.
3: Quality.
8: Sides. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, what, what am I going <laughs> to say? <laughs>
7: And Liz, if you could wave, let's say a magic wand here, right? Let's say a magic business wand and and tap your business and have it be in the exact position that you want it. What would that really look like to you? Oh my God. The the perfect girls gym in your eyes, right? Um, Would it be with, you know, filled classes? Would it be with more trainers, maybe more options of classes, maybe nutrition, accountability Um, just to you, what would be the perfect girls gym for you?
8: Oh my God. So honestly, yes, I would love for my classes to be filled up. Another thing is I would love to have other girls and their trainers helping me and and seeing what they have to offer. You know, it's not just the workout. And um, and with nutrition, we do talk about nutrition almost every day. You know, I always like to tell them, remind them how important, you know, how important it is. The workout is it's important, but so is your eating. You cannot just come and expect results. You're just by doing that. But I guess in, if I were to do that, it would be to have my classes filled and have them get the results they're going for. Um, because and, and you-
7: Sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you off. What do you think is the biggest bottleneck that's holding you back from that point, right? What do you think is, is the main thing that's holding you back from being able to fill up the classes the way you want to uh, maybe get a couple more trainers so that you could take a step away or take a break sometimes from training, right? Um, yes. What's that bottleneck that's holding you back from that?
8: I think because I've built relationships with the girls, the few times that I did have people in there, I did during COVID, I actually did have help. I didn't, I know I didn't mention that, but I did have okay. help. And um, the thing is that some of the girls felt as trainers trainers I guess where they were like I'm just here you know do this do that and it's like no some of them don't know how to do a workout you have to talk to them you know be aware like if they have an injury or something and I remember that um, last year um, that's where I kind of lost some of my coaches because of that because Mm. they were since they also had full-time jobs and I understood that um, they were already frustrated they didn't want to work out but I think my main thing is having help and learning the marketing process because like I mentioned I'm only even using social media but I'm not sure if I'm using the right things um the ads I don't even know I'm doing it right you know so it's kind of when you're by yourself and don't have someone here you know to kind of like guide you I think that's that's been my scary part because I'm doing what I'm seeing okay so this works let me try that okay this works but it's not the same for everyone right so I think that's just my thing marketing and um And having help with me so I can say you know what this weekend I'm taking it off and you guys can do this and then next week you know because I think the weekends are the most important for family events you know or things like that
7: and how do you think fixing that part of your business right how do you think if you were able to market in a way to where you could get consistent leads at least one person coming in a day that's interested in you know your gym how do you think that would change the business in your eyes
8: First of all, I think it can help me with, with with thinking negative. Like there's my days that I have, you know what, I might as well just close this place. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not having enough leads come in. Um, but I think if that were to happen, eventually I think, because I've had girls message me to be a coach, but when I start telling them what we do, it's more like, oh, I wanted personal training. You know, I wanted to offer that, but which I don't think it's a bad idea, but I also want them to be aware that, That's a a group workout. I don't want to take, or maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just don't want to get off that routine. But because the group workout classes have been amazing. They've worked out. So I think Yeah, yeah.
7: And and I I think it's a, a smart business model. And, you know, we know what you want for your business now, right? We know you obviously have a passion for your members for building relationships, for helping, you know, your members change their lives, change their health and fitness goals, even your families, right? Um, but what is it that you want from your business? What do you want the business to give back to you and your family at the end of the day?
8: Is it gonna sound selfish if I say it? I guess security?
7: security why, that, why would that be selfish for finance, i mean
8: know, it's it's just some people you know oh you just want people in there because you need money well first of all let's be honest it is i mean it's my business i need money in here if i don't have money i won't be able to pay for our place and or right. invest in anything
7: and at the end mm-hmm. of the day if your job and your passion is to change lives the more people that you could touch the more people that you could get to is the more lives that you could change right um that that's the way i i've always looked at it i i don't look at it as you know of course there's a max capacity of course you don't want to be stuffing and watering down your value but there is you know you want to grow and we are a business and and we are it's okay to want financial freedom or security or just you know all of that so so i i commend that and and definitely possible right so so i I think you're trending in the right direction i think things are going to go great
8: (laughs) i'm hoping because i'm not gonna lie like um there's my days and I'm so glad to have family that believes in me that they keep pushing every day. You know what? You got this. My sister's in the army. Um, she'll be coming back, uh, down June, July 19th. And she's like, Hey, I'm there. I'm going to help you with classes. Don't worry about it. So it's kind of nice to hear that. I kind of get like "Ah," that little, you know, but I love being there every day. Sundays is my only day off. Um, Saturday mornings, I only host one class, but even then I, I feel I'm more productive being there than here. You know, if I'm at home, it's like, okay, what can I be doing? What ideas, what can I do? And when I'm there, I'm doing everything I want to do. It's like, I have a routine and things like that. I love
3: it. (laughs)
7: I love it. I love it, Liz. And and I think that is a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode. But before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your website, your Facebook, your Instagram, just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym.
8: So on Facebook, I do have a page called Girls Gym, just like that. And you're going to see a lot of girly stuff there, um, motivation, everything. And then Instagram is Girls Gym by Liz. No. Yes,
7: you guys, make sure you check them out. Girls Gym out of Brownsville, Texas. I appreciate you once again, Liz. Um, I appreciate you joining today. As for the listeners as well, don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always,
0: until next time, Jim Lords out.